In Russia today, three members of the punk band Pussy Riot appeared at their trial in Moscow. The three women pleaded not guilty to charges of hooliganism. They're being prosecuted by Russian authorities for singing a protest song inside Moscow's main cathedral last February. The women have been in jail ever since. The song, performed at the cathedral's altar, voiced opposition to Vladimir Putin's return to the Russian presidency. Now many Russians see the case as part of Putin's crackdown on freedom of expression. Pussy Riot is larger than the three musicians on trial. It's also a feminist punk collective in Moscow. And British journalist Carol Cadwallader had a chance to interview three other members who've been in hiding since the arrests. She wrote an article about her interview in the British newspaper The Observer over the weekend. Carol, where did you meet these women and uh, what did they look like? Well, it was midnight, more or less, and um, it was in this derelict factory building, um, which had sort of been turned into art spaces and rehearsal space, and we were led down this uh, stairwell into a basement, and then the door opened into this tiny little uh, rehearsal room, I think it's where bands rehearse, and in it were three of the women wearing woolen baklava masks and brightly coloured dresses and brightly coloured tights. They were terribly, terribly nervous to begin with. And um, I was just really taken aback. Um, did, did you actually Do you actually know who they were? No, I mean, it was very much the whole point about Pussy Riot is to be anonymous. But they introduced themselves. They said they all have nicknames. And so one of them was 25. She was called Sparrow. And then there was a 20-year-old called Squirrel. And uh, another woman who was in her early 30s. And she was called Balaclava. Yeah, and you filmed the interview on video, and uh, we have a clip here in which they explain why they wear their masks. When I put on my mask, I don't feel like a person who can do everything. Of course, I'm the, I'm the same person, but this is another part of me, which have more courage and which has strong feeling that what she's doing is right and she has uh, enough power to change something. Is it like being a superhero, then? You have your uh, ordinary... Yeah, kind of. it's, it's like uh, being a Spider-Man. Or something, or, or Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> really? You put on your mask. Yeah. 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 So there they are, the three superheroes. How do they live their lives? This is why they're so like sort of Russian superheroes, because they have totally normal lives. I said, what sort of jobs do you do? And they said, some of us are journalists and some of us are linguists and some of us are art school. But their families and friends have no idea that they're in Pussy Riot. So it is this totally secret thing that they do. It has to be because... The FSB, the secret police, who are the successors to the KGB in Russia, you know, they're incredibly powerful and they use technology to spy on their citizens. So they have to keep it deadly secret. And then they just have done these performances from time to time, these incredibly daring, adventurous sort of performances. And I said to them, is it like you get the call and you have to dash home and change and put your balaclava on? And they were like, no, you always have it with you just in case. In case you have to run into a phone booth. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, they're nervous about uh, what the Russian authorities might do to them. Are they worried for their families? Some of them have children. Well, the ones arrested have children, don't they? That's right. So two of the women who are arrested have very young children. They haven't even been able to see their family members or their husbands. I mean, it's very interesting because on the one hand, they're facing these very serious charges up to seven years in jail. But you don't really get the sense. I mean, the thing I got the sense with them, because they are so sort of young and idealistic and optimistic, their view is that change has to come. Putin cannot go on. The Russian regime is corrupt. 
and it will come to an end. I just get the sense that they're not really contemplating what would happen, you know, if they do get jailed for seven years and if they do get sent to a sort of, you know, horrible prison in Siberia. So, and they're, you know, and they're very excited because they're activists and um, they've had a greater effect on Russian politics than any Russian politician has for the sort of last 10 or 20 years. So it's quite amazing what's going on. I mean, the thing about it is, is that I think everybody recognises it as a signal that if Putin is going to prepare to go after three young, lovely, cute, educated, very middle class women, he'll go after anybody. And where that ends is a very, very scary thing. Carol, thank you so much. Thank you.